You ready? You ready? I'm ready. Just, yeah, I guess I can just barely see you. <laughs> this works for me. You're bisected. Yeah. Much in the same way that that robot bisected that bridge. Yeah. Um, the technology and the robots were kind of not specific. Oh, yeah. That's good, though, right? Yeah. Are you one of those sci-fi guys that likes to know how everything works? Or do you like... No, to, I think quite the opposite. You're a mystery man. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'm a real mystery man myself. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, this is When Will It End? I'm your host, Josh. And this is Charles. And part three of the Miyazaki verse, I think. I, th- I, I can't really... They're not numbered. I think it would help if he had numbered his films. Oh, so you're saying this is his the, the third uh, feature film? This is his third feature film. Interesting. He's he was he's obsessed with the um, titles that have prepositional phrases in them. Yeah. Because this in English is called beautifully Castle in the Sky. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. The original title is like Laputa of the cat in the in the sky of the wind of the valley. Something lost in translation. Well, maybe it was, I don't know. I prefer, like, Ponyo is also called, like, Ponyo of the fish of the wind of the cliff of the... So he just loves these long, like, post-rock titles. Yeah, not not something we see in traditional Western cinema. Yeah, so Ponyo, Ponyo. Castle in the Sky. All of whom were in these, this film. Ponyo was in the film, Kiki Delivery Lady was in the film. So glad you brought that up. I'd forgotten already. But yeah, the Ponyo... That's just Ponyo. I, I don't know how many of you've... Well, I like to, what do I like? I like to know your relationship. Yeah, my sort of. I've asked all my guests, but you're not Josh also. I think it might be good to get, unless you want to be Josh. Should I call you Josh? I'm Mike. Would you prefer if I just called you Josh? No, no, no. I'm your friend Mike. You're my friend Mike. Yeah. Well, no. Well, yes, that is true. Wait, your friend? But I'm also your friend Mike. Okay. Like you're, that's like. Your uh, uh, your highness, I'd say much much lower in status, but similar. Okay. So what, like, just like your? It's a distinction from s- uh, Josh's uh, my servant brother, Mike. Oh, I get it, I get it, yeah. I get it, I get it. I thought you wanted me to start calling you your friend, like your lord or something. Yeah, that'd be really funny. Like, yeah, forcing your friends to give you an honorific that's very mm. low. Mm-hmm. Well, friends, high in my book. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Easily accomplished. I do have a tiny book, like um, our main Which guy. apparently has all the facts and everything you need to know, despite... <laughs> it's right. true. It happened with What's-Her-Name, too, where she's like, I got all the codes. All oh, the yeah. codes are in my little book. Uh, okay, so my footing for Miyazaki is uh, seen Totoro, Howl's... Um, what other ones are there? Mm, glad you asked. You said you've seen Totoro, Howls, and... and Maybe some of the big ones. Spirit Away. Seen Spirit Away. I'm not sure I've seen anything more than that. Yeah. I wanted to get you on for the moment. I did see one other. And this is... (laughs) You look so happy. Yes. There's a... I don't like to uh, post online anymore. I think I'm done posting online for the most part. Ever since the infamous um, song problem that happened? The... the, Where you queued up a song? Oh, you're taking well, yeah, down a part peg. of that. Yeah. Was okay. that your last post? No, 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 no. But yeah, no, but it should be noted that Josh 
um, mercilessly went for my throat. Oh my god, it was with blood. No, no need. Real, real friendly fire here. I'm glad but, we're getting this on the app. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it more or just leave it at that? Oh, I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. But yeah. um, there's a post that goes around seemingly every year where it's you know someone posting on what was the most embar- uh, you know funny embarrassing thing that happened in the past year, and and I'm I'm not one who posts, but if I were to have posted, I thought about how. The other Miyazaki film that I watched, um, Princess Mononoke, mm-hmm. was a movie that my wife has told me for you know, a decade now that is too scary for me to watch. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense to me. I, I've not been made aware that any Miyazaki film is scary. <laughs> well, you should let our listeners know that you are, um, I don't know what the right word, I don't want it to sound demeaning. I know oh, you I'm, sort of like that. I'm bulletproof, but, man. Throw okay. it at me. You are easily scared. I'm a scared person. You're a scared person, and you don't like watching scary movies. So this no. wasn't your wife, I don't think, tricking you. Maybe she was being a little overly cautious to make sure you weren't damaged. I think that's I think that's part of it, and I also think that she had not watched this movie since she was a kid, so her, con- uh. her, her uh, thought as to the fright level of it was that of a 10-year-old or whatever when she mm. saw it. Um, I mean, I've seen like I've seen It Follows. I've seen like a lot wow. of scary films that I've enjoyed and have not like run out of the room or anything. I just you know I like the A twenty four horror films. You know, right. like I don't like the. Oh, that like, means we have to watch Barbarian. Yeah, I will watch Barbarian during the the, the daylight. But anyway, um, so for you, she would say, you know, we can't watch it. It's too scary. It's too scary for you. And she's a huge horror fan, so you know, obviously, it's not too scary for her. What a way to go into any movie but especially like after you watch it this movie which which is not no i mean but that's been my experience no that's been my experience with every single miyazaki it's perfectly like pleasant to the point where like no one visibly dies on screen in this entire movie yeah a lot of death though i mean mononoke why death mononoke has a shit ton of death yes it does but 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 i think again coming from my palette of miyazaki like, I've never seen anyone die in a Miyazaki film. So to hear that this is, like, a scary one, I was in... Uh, like, it was to the point where I was... I wanted to watch it just to prove to her how not scary it was. That's nice. That's a good reason to watch any movie. So we're watching it, and, and obviously it is it is not a scary film. But at one point, she decides to start filming me, I think, because our, our dog was under the blanket under my legs and, and jumped out, so she started filming me. And... Um, the wolf starts talking and as the wolf starts talking the teeth in the wolf's mouth grow i'm like oh that's kind of like a that's like kind of like a scary thing right mm. like it's showing that's yeah, a scary yeah, yeah. animal so i go ooh scary and that's the one moment she has filmed me this entire <laughs> thing and i see that she's filming me and i scream because for the one moment wait you screamed in in like a, no oh, okay. we can well if you can want you get, yeah 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 we can so put we it can in, in post and... here but oh, well, I don't do anything in post, really. I pretend. Well, sometimes. we're going to put it in post. We're going to put it in post. Okay, yeah, that'll sound really the, good. The producers, they'll throw it in the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know them well. They're, they're nice people. All right, top video, just hit that and, and pump the volume up first. Pump the volume. So you can... Oh, oh yeah, just pumped it. Okay. No! <laughs> I like that too because in order to hold that up to the mic, it was like an inch away from my eye. Yeah. So I really got the like POV shot that Emily had. So my last experience was with uh, Miyazaki was watching Mononoke and, and enjoying it quite a bit. I think that was probably my favorite one of all the ones that I've watched. If you send me that video, I'll probably put it in post. Okay. 
because I I I it I got picked up. It's all audio. Like there's no visual for. No, it was good. You were definitely not aware that you were being filmed. I liked yeah, watching and, it. And it wasn't saying that the film was scary. I was saying that there was like the the wolf Language, was becoming man. scarier. And now she holds, and then, oh, well, then here's the text message conversation that went between her and Josh, where she's like, oh, Mike's fucking shitting himself. He's so, so scared. And then there is proof. Video yes. proof. And there was, and what can I do? Just fake news. You I got posted that. fake news. Do I knew, well, that? no, that's why I stopped posting, because I was posting a lot of fake news, and I was um, banned from all social media. I platforms. never liked that phrase. I actually invented it on the podcast okay. before Trump was born or whatever. I, I said fake news in a, an early episode of The Real Deal in like 20, 2015. I'm not even familiar with The Real Deal. Mm, I took it all down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Josh and I had a meeting, one of our rare meetings, and I was like, maybe we should just take that all down because that was uh, a long time ago and during a sad period. Um I think there's some things you probably shouldn't do depressed, and that's drive or podcast would be my guess. I agree. So it's all down. Um, oh, here's the text. Should I read them? Sure. So so the video comes out. And she, she films that, immediately sends it to Josh. This is good, because Josh isn't with us. So this is a little bit of Josh, you, just so listeners do know that here. he doesn't change for the podcast. Cause, or maybe he... No, he doesn't change. He's a little more jovial. Way down the podcast or in real life? I think on the podcast. Yeah, he gets he gets a light in his eye. Yeah, especially when I have these meetings. Uh, Emily, well, first somebody says, "Please enjoy this bomb," but it's cut, so no. I don't even know who is. Requesting. We were sending bombs to each other, I guess. And that's balm, not bomb. We were sending bombs to each other. I yeah. Guess. Uh, and then Emily says. Uh, we're watching Princess Mononoke and Mike is shitting himself. He's so scared. And then I'm assuming she sent audio of the video or something. I don't know. It's an audio wav form. Yeah. So we can't, I can't, it's a screen. This is a screenshot. Yes. 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 Okay. And then, uh, Josh says, Mike sounds really scared. And then my, Josh says, how much piss? And then Emily says, shut the fuck up. Oh, I might, I maybe I still Oh no, that's you. No, no, no. You said shut the fuck up. Sorry, I fucked that up. It's okay. So you want to take it again so that the producer can cut it? Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, so Emily says we're watching Princess Mononoke and Mike is shitting him. So I'm going to actually try to do better this time. I think I was a little uh, like new to it. Sure, it was too new. But now I've read it once. I can re- I can do a better read probably. You're fluent. Do you want to do your line? Yeah. So after uh, after I after how much piss you say shut the fuck up. Okay, Emily says shut the fuck up. And cut. this is going to be quite an episode. <laughs> um, All right. So Princess Mononoke liked it. Came into this liking um, Miyazaki. And yeah. uh, what was, was your first Miyazaki? What was, when was my first, or what was both? Uh, Totoro 2011 maybe okay so, so you're an also an adulter yeah yeah. Um, I don't think I watched like any sort of uh, like uh, eastern animated television or movie programming until I was like an adult okay it just wasn't in my strict radar. rule Pardon? strict household rule yeah yes yes they, yeah really Papa really didn't want you to enjoy no the that, that was the only rule <laughs> drugs <laughs> Oh yeah, fire, violence—that's all fine. But 
no Eastern animation. Wow, fire. I, I like that fire is in the mix. Rarely in the mix. I think for a kid it is. Like, I yeah. think oh, good point. Yeah. I'm like burning shit down. Right. We can do that as adults. That's fine. Controlled burns. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I just, I was not exposed to it. And um, I'm, it's not something that's like majorly in my repertoire now, but I, I enjoy the, the high notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not the low notes? No. Like soprano. I, I, Guy. Well, I, I never finished uh, Cowboy Bebop. Like, I watched, like, the that's, first 30 minutes of it, and I hear that's it's, it's the best. Note. It is the, the highest note so far, as I understand. So, like, even that stuff, like, sometimes gets lost on me. Yeah. I rewatched... Cowboy Bebop was my favorite show for a while. I rewatched it. I think it holds up, but I don't know. It's still... I, I, I've talked about this every time, and I'm going to do it very briefly this episode, but gender is very weird in almost every Miyazaki movie. And it was also weird in Cowboy Bebop on rewatch. And will that prevent you from enjoying the media? No, it wasn't super... Cowboy Bebop holds up, I think. Um, There's a strange trans moment that's hard to read. It's not... It's just... It's not transphobic, but there's a trans character that I just... It's hard to even understand what's happening. What's the artistic choice? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, not nearly as bad as Miyazaki, who just like, I don't know, we'll talk about it a little later, but yeah. that's like my big hang up and it is hard to enjoy. I'm having a okay. hard time enjoying Miyazaki these days. Sure. Um, so yeah, watched a few, came into this very excited. We were watching this very early in the morning. We're a couple of lunch pail podcasters here getting up early, you know. Mm, or the thermos is full of meatballs. That's right. Thermos is full of meatballs, marinara and bald meat. <laughs> And we're going to give to our boss. What a cool system where you, um, the boy. The boy. I don't remember his name. Pazu? Pazu. Good name. Maybe yeah. one, one of the best yeah. of the Miyazaki-verse. Um, he, he makes his own sauce, but must go to the man for meat. That that makes some amount of sense. Like, you know, in a, in a non, uh, like, hyper-industrialized world, like, yeah, meat's rare. Mmm, like an ore. Yeah. Yeah. Like tin, like copper. Right, like, um... What was it called? I forget. Blue Crystal? Blue. It had a name. It yeah. had a cool name. I think it began with a V. Vectatron or something. I don't remember. This is the same thing with me in books. Like, proper nouns, I see them and I mm. recognize them by shape, but I, I don't... I've never said them out loud in my head. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big thing. I, I did remember um, from when I watched this as a kid, because I'll sort of come in with my own story of yeah, Miyazaki. As, uh, I remember watching this in high school with my friends and I don't know if this is racist I'm going to tell the story it's not if bad if it was a racist it was uh, the story of a racist child who's no longer you oh yeah definitely um, but p- they called me Sharu for a, a, like a year because one of the pirates his name is Charles oh. but in Japanese they say Sharu I don't think that's racist okay well I don't know but I, that was one of my nicknames in high school was Sharu because that's a pretty of, cool nickname because of Castle in the Sky yeah that's nice I liked it. Have we determined which one is? Because it is a it is a rogues gallery, a murderer's yeah. row of of nasty men, <laughs> just disgusting guys. Um, it's like this is like partially subhuman. Like. I think well, let's go through. I think this is going to be this is a great part of this movie. Also, we're doing Castle in the Sky this week. I don't think I've yeah, actually said it out loud. Yeah, we're I'm not Josh. doing Princess Mona. Okay, this is Josh um, and I'm Charles. Yeah, and this is one we'll let end. 
I tried to I tried to find out which one was stronger because they're all so bad. They're so different. Yeah. They're so bad and different. I don't know. I think what I want is to say, let's go through them all and then determine which one I want to be, which one you would like to be. I'd love to include you in this journey. Thank you so much. And then maybe which one I deserve to be. We're talking about a lot of parameters for, for a bunch of characters that mostly do not have lines. Yeah, so but they all have such... Just visions. Yes, they're vivid Dude. in terms of their physical depiction, but like I don't know their hopes and dreams, man. Well, you know, one all of them have the same hope and dream. Yeah, one of them is to eat other fish. <laughs> There's a fish man. There's You're gonna start off. I was gonna save fish. the fish man for the end because that's sort of how don't we meet lead. him. Yeah, Hayo, don't bury the lead. If you got a fish man in the group, fish man. start with the fish man. Get that guy out in the first scene. You got a great guy. No, I was gonna say they all really want to. I won't be so crass on this episode. They really want to fall in love with a six-year-old. Yeah. Like, really badly. But I'm going to talk about that later, because that's part of it. But, um, yeah, so there's um, Big Boy. Yeah, the American guy. The guy who's clearly, like, an American uh, oaf. Yeah. He's Big big Burler. Yeah. He throws a punch. I love... um, Have you seen... You haven't seen Porco Rosso, the Red Hog. Um, that ends with a similar scene that this one starts with where um, Miyazaki's understanding of fist fights is you go, I go. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> that was so funny. The end of Porco Rosso is the pig fighting the American and they literally just swap punches until their faces are like purple blobs. And I would I, not fight that way. I sort of like it. I love he's just like, all right, you're getting into a fist fight. You take a punch and then you punch back. Have you ever been in a fight before a fist fight? Mm, I wouldn't call um I've been beaten. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you were you were you were involved in a fight. Yeah. You did not do the fight. I didn't. I didn't have a. I had neither the fight or flight. You simply were present. I had the, like, I don't know. My response was to like it was one of those goats. Yeah. Or a possum, just like, just fall over and hope. Yeah. Pray for the best. Sure. So this does not sound as though it was a. Like a pleasant altercation. No. Most fights are. Right? It actually was a it was a big part of my life. Sure. Traumatic. Sure. Stayed with me for years. Yeah. Yeah. Violence is no good. So then I will go the other way. So you've never like physically assaulted someone. No. Okay. Yeah, I had two interactions within a couple months of each other where I was punched Ugh. by two different people. Brutal. Yeah. Um so the, my, the reason why I'm asking about this very traumatic and, and dark <laughs> period of your life um, do you have an idea we are talking about fighting uh, perception of fighting and how it so grossly uh, differs from reality do you have in your mind if you had to fight someone what your first three moves would be yeah so I guess if I were to actually st- step away from what I would normally do which is to fall over and go yeah. limp and like what I would want to do like in your in your in the back of your mind in your mm. back pocket do you have your like first opening three moves if you're like I've got the upper hand here I gotta I gotta get this person out of commission so that I can yeah, me, yeah, yeah. me and my partner can get away or something mm. like oh that. I have a partner in this yeah. this is nice you're protecting someone you're you know this oh, is a, yeah. like a true Miyazaki thing that's right where the boy's job is to protect yeah and the girl's job is to um hey, I do the dishes Mihayo <laughs> did yeah well, you said I was protecting my partner. I know you didn't gender my partner. Yeah. That's fine. I just was brought back to the life of Pazu and Sheeta. Yes. Um, so what were your first three moves? Yeah, so What's I actually, I went to one class. My my roommate, around the same time, actually, he he was a big Aikido guy. Oh, cool. 
and I went to one class. I learned Wait, one move. Actually, I take that back. Not cool. Aikido is like chair fighting, right? Like that's Steven Seagal no, no. stuff. Uh, Aikido is um, the one where you use your opponent's that's force. The, yeah, that's that's uh, Steven Seagal. It is cool. It's very defensive, which it, I like. It is, but I think it's it's um, flagship person right now. Not Wait, what, what does that mean? Steven Seagal? Are you are you up to date on Steven Seagal? Mm-mm. What's Steven been up to? It's, uh, is he still alive? Parody. 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 Okay. What uh, is that? Parody? It has been reported. Oh, parody. I heard parody. You know what? I'm not even comfortable verbalizing. Why don't you just go look up what Steven Seagal's been Google up to Steve. recently? I'll do it later. Yeah. I probably won't, but if yeah. you remind me, I will. Yeah. He's been in, like, he's been in a, a few films recently, and I think almost every scene he has seated, but he's still like supposed to be Steven Seagal you know, 35 yeah. years ago. Interesting. Um, so he's doing chair. I see that's why you call it chair. Yeah, because he, he can't stand up. Well, I learned one move, Yeah, and it requires... A very specific blow. So I will. Requ- my first move is to request my assailant to swing slowly, like karate chop my. Like head. an overhand, very common in brawling to do an overhand punch. Right, it's, but I mean, if I do get three moves, the first move is request the overhand punch. Hey, I did not. I did not make any more specific parameters. So continue on. Um, I mean, I could also like maybe they have a hammer. Or something. A hammer is probably your ideal. Right. We're really hoping they have a hammer because that's a that's a nice swing. Down that's an overhand. You're yeah, not yeah, jabbing yeah. with a hammer. No, no. So they have a big hammer. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, hit me on the head, please. That's <laughs> number one. Yeah. And then it's a really cool, elaborate series of steps where you catch it. Charles making an X with his his hands. My wrists. So basically, your wrists are crossed. Yep. You 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 cradle the hammer, and then you. Step back, step, spin, spoo, and then you're, he's on the ground. They're on the ground. Perfect. Yeah. So that's that move. easy. That's move two. <laughs> well, that, that's just one move. Right, it's one move. Wow, I mean, okay. it took all day to learn. Maybe I maybe I spoke improperly uh, of Aikido. Uh, I don't want to do it now, but if I, if, uh, if, you, if you fulfilled my request of slowly hitting me on the head with a hammer, yeah. I could show you yeah. that you would end up on the ground. I would never do such a thing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I guess move three... Um, yeah, what's you've got them on the ground. Okay, move them three. On the ground. What's I the learned. Future? I learned this from. I never thought of doing this. This is great. I learned this from reading "Tree of Smoke" by Dennis Johnson. Okay, um, is that on your bookshelf? Your many leather bound books. The <laughs> State Bird, the Mosquito. Continue. Thank you. Um, you jump. It's called like a donkey finisher or something. Where you literally just like jump as high in the air as you can and then stomp on someone's gut. Yeah, with both feet. Josh and I um, became friendly and on our our, our uh, beginning of COVID we would take some walks and talk and we bonded over the fact of, of how many snuff films that we saw as kids growing up mm, and that's yeah. that specific move is is in my head it's a killer yeah like yeah I, I mean I yes I saw someone get killed by like several people <laughs> who were just doing that yeah I mean I don't think I could I don't have the mass I don't think either of us have quite the mass to donkey finish someone no and 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 to my point because I only ask questions because I want the opportunity to, to answer the question I'm asking. Mm. Um, we are both of a similar stature. Mm-hmm. I think my style is mainly genital focused, knee and shin focused, and eyeball focused. That's your focus for everything. Knee and shin, yeah. eyeballs. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's me. And a, that's your Mike, your friend Mike, in, <laughs> in a box. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, just, what a box that is. I think that's about nice. yeah having someone on the ground and just like. 
I guess hitting them in the genitals until they die. <laughs> so you're counting one move can be repeated, the same move repeated, sort of like in, in I think Smash the first Brothers. move is pocket sand to the eyes. <laughs> yep. Second move Not to is, the genitals. Pocket sand to the genitals? No, no. Second move is, is uh, yeah, pocket sand to the genitals. <laughs> yeah. And then pocket it. sand to the knees. <laughs> Three And moves. then I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> Puff smoke. Sand that guy up, you're yeah. out of there. Yeah. That's nice. When will it end with Josh and Charles? Oh, that's good. That's a good move. Yeah. Um. So that's Burler. I don't think I could. Burler. Add. Okay. You you know that person's name? Well, <laughs> this is this is role. Sort of like your friend. Oh, oh, oh. I call him Burler. Is that a word? Brawler. Burly yeah. brawler. Burler. Burler. Sure. Yeah, he's the. Burler. It is now. I don't think he's Charles or Charu or whatever. Um. No, I have a. I have an idea of who Charles is. Okay. <laughs> I'm not happy yeah. about it. I don't think you will be either. <laughs> um, I don't. So, I'm going to bring. I'm brought him up early because I don't think I deserve to be him or want to be him. Nor is that person Charles. Nor is that person Charles. Just by get name. rid of him. He's the big guy. Bursts burst his shirt. Yeah, he's cool. I suppose that person could be Charles by name because that is a, kind of an Anglican name, and that person is. They're all. They're all European. For I some agree. reason, Hayo is obsessed with Europe. Yeah. Uh, even though this takes place in a fantasy land where Saturn is as close as possible to <laughs> this Earth, um, this is some, this is some yeah, yeah, some weird Europe. That's that's guy one. Do you want to move on to the little mustache guy? Yeah, little mustache guy isn't Charles. No, I don't think so. No, his name is like you know like uh, catfish or no, he's not catfish. Oh no, wait. Oh, you're talking smaller mustache. Little mustache, not droopy mustache. Smaller mustache who has lines. Mike, I feel like if you knew me better, you'd know that I would never refer to the gray-skinned fish <laughs> as must cool mustache guy. Low on the list of identifiers. Fair. Yeah. Um, but, so this person has lines. This person, mm, the most important. He's he's number one. He's probably Charles. Yeah. The, the other, I, there's no other name given to those folks, right? Like there aren't like nope. Charles and and you know. Timmy no, and, no, there is Charles. You, you, that was the first Charles and there isn't oh. Charles and Timmy and Bob and don't think so I think that he's the only one that gets a name and he's the only one that really has lines I think right. he's Charles but maybe mom's yelling at um, one of the losers I, so my theory is that the guy that screams all the time I love him I think that's Charles it's that's possible. my guess but but let's uh, stepping back to the, the small mustache man uh, very interested in the child the young Mm. Young girl, yeah. The um, well, they, they're all equally interested, but he's the one that's given the grand. He's the one that goes beautiful, just like twice whispers beautiful. As yeah. in like oh my god, really rough, very rough. And and uh, to your point earlier that you made, one of the points where it appeared to me that you really came out of the movie. Yeah, that I, this that is the shit. The spell. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay, but yeah, that's the that's the Miyazaki spell. And it doesn't work on me, and I don't know who it really works on, but he he's consistently thrown that shit into all of his movies, yeah. except for one or two, so, I don't know. Shall we just get to the fish? I, mean, I, I don't want to spend any more time not talking about I mean, about there are fish. others. Yeah, there's an eye patch person who's a person of color, which right? is... I don't know if you call the gray man a person of color, because I don't <laughs> think that's, like, that's not a terrestrial... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, no, he's not a person of color. I, no. not I don't think he's a person. <laughs> I think he's a. He's... You never see his mouth. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, this might be. I, I was trying to Google it, but I was trying to watch the movie too, so I didn't really do it. But um, I'm curious if this is the only non-white person. I mean, yeah. non-white slash gray person in a Miyazaki movie. Yeah, and this person was uh, 
without one eye, seemingly, an mm-hmm. eye-patched person. Uh, no lines, no real... No, identity. he's also... Um, there's two of them that are never allowed the, the cool fits or the jobs of flying. He's one of the two who's always, like, on the ground. He was a... I thought the person piloting the uh, car. Exactly. He's a guy. He's a ground guy. Okay. So there's... there's so he's a ground specialist. I think... That's a very generous way of putting it. I yeah. think Hayo's a man of the sky, so I think he's like seen as the lower of them. Oh, okay. He and the other guy was just like the... Didn't quite get there. He's a ground pirate, where the, the true cool pirates are the pirates of the sky. Yeah. Including... Arguably Charles. Including yeah. Fishman. Okay, well, we gotta... You can't just keep saying Fishman. We have to actually describe the gray man. I think we've done like a pretty good job, but I'm happy to talk more about it. I him. mean, he wears a hood the entire time. Never see his mouth. Never see his mouth, but his, his fucking catfish mustache yeah. is dangling straight down. It's so sick. He's sickened, but like in an actually ill way. Yeah. Like, I'm concerned for everyone involved in that. Yeah. The designer. <laughs> Overdrew that. Well, if you're if you're making a little rogues gallery, it's great to put in a little like maybe uh, you know a chimera of a human, you know, like a right. possible crossbreed. I mean, this is a story of um, ancient races, sure. flying castles. So why why can't you have a fish? Why person? limit it to yeah, yeah? At least yeah, could be from Insmith. Uh, hmm? Insmith. Insmith is that like um, um fantasy? No, well, I guess arguably, I think it's. Under weird fiction, but the um, uh, Lovecraft. Oh, the fish yeah. people book. So when you're talking to, don't talk into the handkerchief. Talking to the mic. That's nice. Okay. <laughs> do you have carry handkerchief, or do you, do you not have a nose uh, discharge very often? Don't have often nose discharge, and even if I did, I do not think um, keeping it all in my pocket is the way I would go. But um, I understand... Charles wants the earth to burn, folks. He, he wants to increase waste. Oh. Oh, no. didn't think about it. Now, you know, no. now you're the villain. This Here's... is my podcast now. Oh, I think it's up for grabs. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Monkey paw curls. Uh, no, actually, my main... I learned, I learned a lot from my dad, as I've said on the podcast over the years, and not all of it was very good. But one method is to just blow it in the sink. That is about as green as it gets. Yeah, blow it in the sink. You do use a little water, yeah. but you don't run it the whole time. Water's, you know, goes to the, the center and it gets fixed up and it comes back. <laughs> yeah, the center of the earth or a, like a rehab center. Like, uh, what do they call it? Um, Wastewater fluid the treatment plant. Let's just call it the center. The center. Yeah. They got little beds more. for the water that they yeah. go into, the little uh, the nurse folk. A little cap? Yeah, a little a cap. A little cap for the water. Put a little thermometer in the water's mouth. Yeah. Get it all spick and span Ugh. and send it back out. It's like, I just got snot all over me from Charles. Mm-hmm. Okay, you'll, so we'll give you some medicine. You'll be back in five days. You'll get snot on again. Oh, wow, that's a long treatment for a little snot. I was so impressed when learning about wastewater treatment plants, how quickly your piss turns back into tap water. Mm-hmm. It's incredible to turn around time. I don't even wait, to be honest. <laughs> I just uh, you know, Why wait? go right for it. Use yeah. it up. Yeah. Did you read the um, the Magic School Bus on waste, waste plant? Magic School Bus was a book? I only ever saw it as a TV show. Oh, yeah. No, it's a book. I don't think I've I don't think I've seen a, a Magic School Bus book. Started as a book. Yeah. Um, 
very interesting choices. One of them is like what? I guess it because it has to do with the water cycle, which is for some reason a very important part of. We love early. talking about the water cycle. Yeah, there's a few things that we just like learned in school that I don't really understand why we're still learning about them, but here we are. Here we are. Maybe they don't. Maybe I'm, I'm four years old, so maybe, <laughs> maybe they don't yeah. learn about the water cycle. I mean, it's an important, I guess, concept, but like to spend months on water. I suppose water. it's compelling. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of the, yeah. if you're teaching kids about like, you know, aluminum, kind of less interesting, perhaps like less, less of an easy thing for a child to grasp, but water. It's everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the starting point. That's probably the first thing people say. It's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, that's a, that's how you lead a class if you were teaching like second graders about water. And kids are gonna be like, "Oh shit, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it totally is." And they're in, mm. so you've already hooked them. It's like that motorcycle bumper sticker. The bitch fall. If you see this, <laughs> <laughs> that, is that is that the thing that we teach the Yeah, kids? just like water. I really want to get uh, you know that t-shirt. Are you familiar with that t-shirt? So it's a t-shirt that says, if you can read this, the bitch fell off, yeah. which is just a horribly crass and nasty shirt. I really want to get it for a friend who does not motorcycle. Great. So that they just walk around with a shirt. I can make you that shirt apply. to even spare you. I'm sure the people... How many make... skeletons do you think you can fit on the back that are like smoking a cigarette? As many as you want. <laughs> okay. I would like that shirt. I want to get it with a, a skeleton who's smoking like three cigarettes at once. One in, like, one each, in each finger crook. crook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, tons, tons of skeletons smoking cigarettes, and maybe like uh, I can take care of that. Like a Ford logo, or like a John Deere logo. Why not the Why not just go hog? The hog logo. Yeah, Are you talking about a prick? You say, put a penis on the. Just go hog. If you if yeah, the bitch fell off and the, the bitch is a penis. It's got an arrow. <laughs> this is oh, very so a, confusing. I have a full diagram to yeah, so people can yeah. find your penis. Yes, and then there are Venn di- there's a Venn diagram where it's uh, the Ford logo and the John Deere logo, and it's overlapping, and in the middle is um, <laughs> the Peterbilt logo. Okay, it makes no like it just. I can make all. Yeah, your this dreams is really exciting. True. Actually, actually, you're gonna have to cut all of this because I think we're gonna make a lot of money on this shirt. Oh no, this is the pre release party. Yeah, this is a pre-release party. The, the pre-orders for the shirt's going to go up in uh, February. Keep an eye on the Patreon. Yeah? Or, or something? Keep it's an eye be, somewhere? There will be four of these that are made. It'll be around. Oh, I really like this shirt. Do you run out of pirates? I think there might be one more, but... Um, there's I, the loud one. The loud pirate. Well, wait, I already love. brought him up, because I think that's... I think, unfortunately, that's not the you one I want nice. to be, but I believe... I'm guessing that's Charles. Because Mom, Mom talks... I don't think... But it, yeah, it may be a name, but you are not the... That's not your spirit, Mm-mm. right? Truthfully, I hate to say this, I think your spirit's the fish guy. Because <laughs> you're a quieter fella. Yeah. And, um... We don't really know what's going on in there. No, and I, and I Never... see you as a person who bundles. You're a bundler. Yeah, and also, I mean... To be fair, I'm not. I'm going to remove all of them. Do show up to express their love to the the child? Yeah. But at least the fish guy does it in the weirdest way by just crouching on the floor, peeling potatoes. Yeah. Let's let's. To be fair to the fish person, we don't know what brought them in there. Maybe it was purely altruistic and just great point. Oh, you know, I don't have anything going on. That's a great point because so, everyone yeah. else comes in after the fish guy's first, and everyone else is bringing flowers. Like. Doing their this guy's just helping. Just and and by virtue of the distance and the body language, oh, yeah. that person's not trying to like peacock or anything or like be the big man. No. He's just it, helping. That's true. He's like cowering the on the floor. Man, and I think the fish man maybe gets a bad rap. Maybe the fish man's not so bad. I think he's not so bad. This has been a nice we little journey. We can learn a lot from the fish man. Yeah. Like how uh, to um, 
we swim we'll figure it out water. Right. we'll figure it out we'll, we'll put breathe it in the post. water yeah how to breathe water oh bring a post-it perfect yeah yeah i thought you weren't a poster anymore Talk no no, no about i'm saying we'll, we'll put it in, in post and what we'll, aren't you no we'll, we'll we'll after this is done we'll we'll create a list of all the things that the fishmen time do i do. need time stamp we'll put it in, in post the producer will take care of it don't worry about it okay they're on it yeah they're on it wave to the producer he's smoking the cigarette in here is he allowed to do that Okay. A- Amy's out. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm I'm fine with that. Um, he's doing the thing where he's doing the the cigarettes between all the fingers. Oof. He's learning from. He's listening. At least he's listening. He's not always listening. You did that math quick. I would have assumed there'd been four cigarettes. Just. But Charles, no, you give only me a three lot crooks. of credit for looking at my hand and seeing the number of uh, holes only between three fingers. Crooks. I mean, I guess you could do one between the thumb, but that's not a That's finger. a hell of a look, smoking through, <laughs> through an open palm. That's really good. Yeah. We're innovating. I think so. We've got cool shirts, cool smokes, cool... <clears throat> I don't know. I have oh, a mustache right now. Yeah, you do. I love the mustache. I'm happy you have the mustache. Thank you. Should I just grow one hair and make it long like oh, a fish? Oh, no. So are you a mustache uh, sounds beard, or is the beard that you're growing in intentional? Hmm. Does it? Do I have a beard again? Yeah, you you have a you have a five o'clock shadow. My favorite look is the mustache plus very 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 short beard. Mm. Yeah, I am. Um, that's come into vogue in the past few years. Well, that's nice. I'm in the vogue, I guess. I, yeah, you're vogue. I, uh, I Amy used my beard trimmer for something. Still don't know what or where when. Maybe something with plants. Maybe she was doing something hmm. with the plants. I have never even thought of that. Plants could be. Okay. We don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't there either. Um, so I went to... I was not feeling the beard anymore. Mm-hmm. Been about a month. I'm like, gotta get rid of the beard. But I didn't have my beard trimmer. So I only had my leg trimmer, mm-hmm. my arm trimmer, my chest trimmer, mm-hmm. and my butt cheeks trimmer. Mm-hmm. Not my butt crack trimmer. I don't use it for the butt crack. It's too big. You don't use it for the butt crack? No, I use my beard trimmer with the ear and nose attachment. That would seem a, a weird shape. Would and that, that, that works? Because I would imagine that would be like a circular shape for your nose. It is. It's a circular shape for your butthole. Well, butthole is different than butt crack. We're well, changing the field goal poles here. You just sort of stick it in the crack. And it, what it does is it it, it just... Oh, I, I don't know what it does. Oh, interesting. Okay. But it's safer. I yeah. used to cut myself. And now I don't. Yeah. Takes so you're a smooth longer. guy. You go smooth. Yeah. So you're flying through water. If we're going head-to-head in a, in a oh, race no, in no, water, no, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. But I'm bad at swimming. Yeah. But you're, no, so but I'm you're, assuming going straight down. Oh, so you're a stone. I'm so smooth. Like a stone. Like a stone. Okay. Not like a fish guy. No. This is one of the many ways where I do not align with the fish guy life. But I think you are closer in that you probably are both smooth. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. He looks we don't smooth. know how well he, he swims. He's even a land a, fish. Like He may not swim yeah. very well. And even his mustache is smooth. That's true. Yeah. So uh, so you, you shaved, no mu- you kept the mustache, but got rid of the cheek. Because I was using my leg trimmer on my face, yeah. and it was too small. My mustache lip is too small for the... Right. To, I was not comfortable trying to get rid of a mustache yeah. with a, a leg, a leg yeah. one. So, I think it's a huge look. I think it's great. Thank you. And then Amy was like, oh, that looks good. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. Do you ever go nice. full shave? Have I ever seen you full shave? I, I've only... I shaved uh, once in the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was for my graduation from college where I had a mustache. And I was like, I really want this mustache to pop. So I shaved the face. That's how you pop a mustache. Kind of but I think, I think just shaving in general, I've tried so many different methods to get rid of hair on my body. Mm. And 
shaving is this like weird leftover from the 19th century or whatever where it's just like we have better ways like trimmers are very good they don't cut the hair down below your skin so you get ingrown hairs they don't slice your skin it's yeah. just like why is why are people still i mean they really want that smooth yeah i mean i when i oh, you shave i shave but i'm this not great i'm not a person who how do i phrase this i think i've had a, a beard or a mustache since 2010 or so um, and I just recently, as of maybe last year, started shaving my face because I've grown my hair out. So you have like a, a hair quota, and if you exceed it in one area, you must remove it in others? I'm... Uh, Charles, what am I wearing right now? How would you describe my outfit? Oh, wow, this is nice. Um, I would say sort of like... Um, interesting. You're focusing like, on my socks. Don't focus on my socks. Like newsy. I don't know what that... I don't know if I were to... Just sort of like a guy that has aspirations to be bigger but can't afford the meat. (laughs) You know? That way I was going for... You have a maniac poster. Yeah. That looks great. Um, Like your your pants are a a nice... They're a bigger bigger pant. Yeah, bigger pant. One day you'll hope to fill it out. An aspirational outfit. Yeah. No, what I I was... uh, Trying to emphasize, I monochrome. I don't. I don't do a lot of colors. Don't do a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me. I'm blue, blue, blue. And you got yellow uh, glasses ah, on. It's just these are my screen glasses. They're great. Thanks. But 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 that's that's consistent with your appearance. You you have things that pop. Hmm. Um. I I go muted typically. You're like a fish guy too, then. Yes, I am. But that that can that goes with my hair because like I I now have long hair. I don't want to have long hair and a beard. It's too many things. Yeah. I want to keep it simple. Yeah. So, so you shave now. How I shave is that? now because I've got long hair. How is that? Like, why don't you just use a beard trimmer on the tiniest setting? I like not having a beard. So you don't like any sort of... Here, I'm going to see if this is got picked up. I think you did. I can hear it from here. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I like the contrast. I like having a clean-shaven face when I have hair at my shoulders. And you, there is a difference between, yeah, there is. I guess that's what it is. Clean I, I, shaven versus versus scrappy. trim, because even a like because I use it. I use it. I tried epilators. I don't. Do you know what an epilator is? Nope. I wish I didn't know what an epilator was. It's a um, battery or electrically operated series of splits. <laughs> we'll fix it, folks. The producer's nodding. Great, thanks. Yep. How many cigarettes? He's counting you in. He's he's counting you in on cigarettes. One cigarette. <laughs> so I have cigarettes. to wait till he smokes all his cigarettes. <laughs> that was scary. Um, it's a it's an elect, it's a powered device that has rotating like a conveyor belt of tweezers. Oh fuck! And you just it's like it looks like a like a trimmer, but it rips hair out. I did my whole body while watching Big Hero Six. I will never be able to watch Big Hero 6 I was going to say, how did that impact your... your, your, your... It's locked in. How did that compare to getting tattooed? Way worse. Oh, wow. Way worse. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's an... I mean, being tattooed is an an acute pain. You know, it feels very acute. But... Yeah, and I actually haven't... I haven't shaved either recently. And it's... You can see I'm a thick... Like, I think women and people with with less hair generally... uh, Oh, yeah. Mm. I've, I've... I'm not a coarse... It's a fine hair, but, but there's it, good coverage. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, it's... For people that have less coverage, it's pulling, you know, a couple hairs. Yeah. I'm pulling, like, fucking 60 hairs every square inch. And that's a very specific pain. And it yeah. sucks. That's like an eye-watering pain. 
It was bad. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't that, work. You don't go with that. That's not your trimmer. What's your trimmer? You go with just a just a, a just a trim run yeah. with no with no thingy. I'll say the the major thing that I have an issue with in terms of beard stuff is um, as you can see I have I have a pimple coming in. Oh yeah. That comes in as a result of me touching my face with the. Mm-hmm. Having the beer coverage is so lovely. Any pimples or, or, yeah. or blemishes, there are less of them because there's less things touching your skin. And you could stuff. mask. It could, frankly, it may be my mask that caused this. Oh, don't mask then. Ever. Oh, new stance. Yeah, we're here. It's a new day. Yeah. We're anti-vax. If you're pimply, don't. Yeah, don't vax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're pimply, don't vax. Just don't even fuck with it. No, it might cause a pimple. Yeah, and there are a few things worse in the world. Mm. Um, where were we? We were talking uh, about the folks, the yelling guy, the yelling guy. I love the yelling guy. He's my favorite guy. I think I would you like him. Guy. Yeah, he is very weak. Yeah, he has to scream everything to like get his voice in. I feel like he he's probably the runt of the litter, and he's just like always screaming "mama," and he just has to. He's otherwise he will not be heard, and he's barely listened to anyway. He reminds me of the kind of child who, um talks for so long that at the end of their sentence they have to go yeah yeah otherwise they're going to get immediately interrupted or just pushed oh i mean that they're so excited that they forget to mm-hmm. but breathe it, oh and i was sort of reading into that coming from if i stop talking oh, i will lose the conversation so yeah, i must yeah. continue yeah even when you don't have anything you need to you're gonna you're gonna vamp for a couple of seconds until your brain catches up and then you'll then you'll throw something back in yeah i have i have i'm not gonna name any of these people because I don't like that trait where you like have to keep the conversation yours. Yeah. So like I I know people that do that where they like say words in a slow way as though the sentence is continuing, but then they just start talking about whatever. Yeah, they're vampires. Yeah, yeah fuck it. They're yeah. vampires. It's true. Conversation vampires. Is there a vampire thing in this? Oh no! I was watching mm. a movie last night. Talking about vampires. Oh yeah. What would you? I wanted to ask you about this because we we did the screen treatment. Yeah. Thank you so much, Charles. This is this is a life changing experience. I love that. I have a movie theater in my house now. That's so nice. Um, we watched a bad movie. <laughs> That's good. That Emily was extraordinarily generous. Um, we watched Goon: Last of the Enforcers. Are you familiar with the original Goon? <laughs> uh, it's a Sean no. William Scott hockey movie. Oh, that is yeah, I, I fucking think very good. It is good. That movie is is a is my favorite hockey movie, which is a low bar. There aren't very many good hockey movies. There aren't that many hockey movies. There's the Mighty Ducks. There's Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks There's two. um, what is it called? Not Mystery Alaska. It's, it's something Alaska. No. Uh, no Alaska. <laughs> Juno. I don't. Oh, yep. We're we're listening. Um, there's a uh, Young Bloods, which is starring. Who's the guy in the meme that has the NFL hat on? Couldn't tell you. I'm not a meme lord. I've never. It's I, I, spend I don't. Much time I don't think I'm a meme lord either, but I think it's just prevalent in culture. He's a. Yeah. Uh, you don't post. I don't meme. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that movie. Um, there's a, a Michael Myers film. I think like Love Guru is actually a is is a hockey film. <laughs> right there is a hockey, hockey yeah, yeah there's a hockey element and then there's a there's a, a rock movie. oh there's some guy madden movies that uh i don't know oh he's um a canadian director who makes movies that look like they're made in the 20s wow but not the 2020s oh i've never had that happen oh no oh we're there we've been there for a while now it's weird that this is just happening for the first time yeah 
Um, the 1920s, the 1920s. Like early cinema. The 1920s. Yeah, that's right. It might be even early. No, there's no talking usually. Well, no, there's talking. Maybe 30s. Yeah. But yeah, it looks crappy on purpose. And he has a hockey thing going, which is really cool. Crappy on purpose or like good? Like but it looks like it was shot through like a glass lens made in 150 years ago that like everything's weird and distorted. Cool. Yeah, it looks crappy on purpose. Yeah. Um,. But this is, a, this is a good hockey movie. They made a sequel. Uh-huh. That's good content for One Will End. We're all about the sequel. Uh, get, get me back on for the, the goon. There will not be another goon film, so it will only be a two-er. all right. I've been doing two parters with Joshless episodes, so if you ever want oh, to come back... Oh, buddy, I would goon, love to watch Goon. Duo. I okay. want you to watch Goon. Great. Goon 2 we'll is that. not a good film. I got some laughs in it. You know Jay Barishall? I don't know Jay Barishall. He's a, he's a Canadian actor and director. He wrote the first one and then directed the second one, and it's just—it's clearly by someone who's like, you know, yeah. maybe not the best director. Okay. Well, that was a little goon section. That's um, goon section. We, That's what we watched in our basement from the, the projector that Charles got. How did it look? Incredible. Sounded incredible. What did you watch it on? Was it on streaming platform? Or did yeah, you figure it was out on how to? Okay. That was yeah. on Netflix. Goon Two is on Netflix. Yes, it was on Netflix. Yes. Cool. Um, now that we're two hours in, do you want to talk about the things that you hated? Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Yeah, before we end the episode, the um, you know the the plot is important and and all that good stuff. It's 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 tight enough, um, but there were parts where Charles and I were looking at each other, exasperated as to how things were conceived. Yeah, it it, it seems. Everything just happens. There's no like some of I, I like Nausicaa. Everything sort of and Princess Mononoke, which you've seen. It's like everything sort of has a drive by characters deciding Organic. to do things. Yeah, this is like girl falls and magically is saved. Uh, boy, like everything is just like oh, we, we either need to know it and it's told to us in a one line about them being orphans, or this is how the stone works. It's worse than that, though, because it's not just that there's a one-liner by someone who's like, oh, this is how it works. It's a one-liner from someone who previously has said, oh, this is completely unknown and unknowable, and we don't know anything about it, and everyone thought it was fake. And then two minutes later, it's, oh, this is, yeah, this is this is why it happened. Right, it's so 700 years old, and this, that, or the other thing. Well, he, I, I mean, I agree with you, but he is a special case because he's pretending to not be Laputian. That's true. But he turns out to be Laputian? Laputian. Oh, no. Don't like either. They both sound bad. There's some there's some interesting things that could be said about uh, Mr. Putin. Oh, uh, I didn't even see know. that. Yeah, the Putin. They're the same. Who? Like the guy. Mm-hmm. The guy. Mm-hmm. Both of them Putin? are guys. Good point. Need I say more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, like the dad is an interesting presence. I really like his little flashback moment when they're flying down the lightning corridor and he's just like, I've become my dad in this moment. Yeah, but... but like, otherwise, dad is a weird... I don't really know what dad is... It's it means nothing to the plot. Really right. has nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. That I think is, the problem is that Hayo's obsessed with making kids' movies, but he really just wants to make adult movies. So he's like, how can I have a kid living by himself? Oh, I guess he's just... Everyone died. Don't they even talk about his mom? I think he says his parents are dead at one point, but I don't think he ever specifically mentions his mom. But I don't right. recall. Yeah, but like, and it's just like he it doesn't even matter. The mom, the dad is cool. He flies a plane to the castle, and then dies later. How did he die? Death. Yeah. 
Oh, that's sad. It's most people. Die that way. Um, but I, I am of the school of thought that is very bad for podcasting, which is every single movie I've ever seen I've liked. That's fine. No, that's good. So so while all of this is true and none of this like really makes any sense, it means nothing to me and I still enjoyed myself quite a bit. Honestly, this is still one of my favorite Miyazakis. I yeah. think there are problems. Um, but overall, this movie is, looks beautiful. Incredible. Uh it's That's cool stuff. Cool shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's cool and it's fun. It's it's a good. I, I'm trying to, as someone who might become a father one day, it's like I'm trying to think of like, would I show this to a kid? And it's got like weird violence. Like I don't know that I want just pun- that punching scene is like a such a strangely violent. I think violence is very effective for me when it's uncomfortable. And makes me never want like yeah. makes me like oh that sucks but like having a happy punching scene it's like I don't know it's like makes kids probably want to just have a happy punching life. I agree. I think that very much made punching seem like just kind of something that two funny guys do. Right. But the the part of the, the violence, the only time where we actually see blood in this film, I think, is when uh, Pazu gets shot in the face <laughs> with a gun. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Everything else, you know, like. Yeah, it was it was cartoonish in that anytime anything happens, like he falls down a, like you know three stories through bricks, and then and then Cheetah falls on him, and everyone's fine, everyone brushes it off. Mm-hmm. Um, no blood, no one gets hurt in this film. Any anything dangerous that happens, you know, everyone scrambles away at the last second or whatever. Right, except and for just yeah. and then all the deaths are not shown; they're all just falling deaths, which is I think a interesting thing to include. Like literally thousands of men are yeah. blown up and fall to their deaths, and yeah. it's just like okay. Well, again, we never see it. We don't know right. what they felt of their death. Maybe no. they had a bunch of life vests. The guy, the bad guy at the end who gets blinded and then blown up or whatever, we don't see him talking. Yeah, but oh. we do see Goliath explode. Goliath is filled with men. Yes. And then they're, they're falling. They're, I agree. You're either burning to death or falling to death. Everything but, yes. would lead me to believe that they're dead, but I would also imagine that a child who fell through bricks and then the bricks fell on top of them would also yeah. be probably hurt. Good point. The only time we see... The consequence of violence is the time when the main, not the main character, but Pazu gets shot in the face. I'd say he's the main character. Okay. He I gets agree. shot in the face and we see the blood. Yeah. And it's fine. That's the part that kind of fucked me up. Where he wow. was like, him getting shot Scary. in the face was the same thing as, right. as someone stubbing their toe. And then um, Sheeta gets both of her pigtails shot off and she doesn't flinch. The gun violence in this film is yeah. very strange. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, I will shoot your ears off next now that I've uncovered them from your pigtails. It's bizarre. What a, I think a lot of people, if you read most reviews of, of um, from Letterboxd, Strangers, to New York Times people, it's like, everyone is saying Miyazaki is cool because he never has bad guys. I think this movie is filled well, that's interesting because I only see well maybe two main characters that are bad, but I guess all the soldiers are bad. All of the soldiers are bad. The the like FBI like government stand-in, they're all bad. Um, yeah. The pirate lady. No, she's good. I mean, she's, she's supposed to be bad, but she's good. I don't know if she is good because she her motives at all point in times are I I, I want the the things. Uh, when she gets Pazu in, and he's like, "Oh, I can use him," and to the extent yeah. that she's nice, she's she softens from a 
niceness perspective, but she's not kind. She doesn't give them any of the jewels that they get at the end well, of the day. You wanted them to get some jewels out of all the work they did. I mean, if we're, it was transactional. They're, they're, they didn't know, want the jewels. They didn't want the jewels. They I had agree. each other. But she's not. She's not. She's not. Maybe not a villain, but I don't think she's like a good character. So I think that's like. I think um, she's the most typical yes. of, the, of the Miyazaki villains agree. where they're like doing bad things but you get to see their soft sides and you can empathize with them. Yes, yeah, so there's had, a reason behind it. it this movie has a fucking bad guy in it. Yeah. The main guy is just like pure evil. Truly just a which bad guy. It's very fun having Miyazaki have this like guy just be like, I will destroy everything. Yeah, I'm going to nuke stuff because I'm God. Yeah, that's, yeah, you're right. He said this is what destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Which is again very strange. Very weird. Why do that? Business. Why? So you know, he talks about oh, this is seven hundred years old. So did this movie take place like? Oh wait, yes, because we said that there's a Saturn close to the Earth. This makes no fucking sense. This is like in the Industrial Revolution. There, there but... are a lot of continuity errors with this child's <laughs> animated film that is really I bothering know. me. Um, but yeah, I liked that there was a bad guy. It was it was because I think. The problem is that I've been having with Miyazaki movies. I'm recording this with you now, mm-hmm. but I've almost done with recording. So I'm doing the episode three near the end of my recording. So I've actually seen almost all of them at this point. Oh wow! And I know it's pretty. I'm pretty. How many are there? Eleven. I can't believe he, he. I thought he was dead, but no, he's just retired. It's incredible when people retire from yeah. from like art. But he's coming back, so he did. A, classic retirement yeah he's he's gonna do another one so this was a poorly timed series where there's an, a looming another one coming out in like eight months you space it out you got 11 of these fuckers no i you don't do, do that doing it weekly yeah i'll do it a little special. the producer's pulling his hair out <laughs> he's really stressed out at the amount of editing he's gonna need to do don't worry i'll put your hair right back in okay yes yeah, so it's just nice to have a bad guy you know i think because what i was gonna say was miyazaki makes movies that typically have bad guys because they're epics like Mononoke like yep. that's a that's a movie about bad people doing bad things but then he makes them all like eh it's just Iron Town you know whatever we'll just we'll just have Iron Town it's because it's, that's the way the world works and it's sort of cool to have like oh no this guy just wants to have fucking castle in the sky so he can blow shit up is this cool or is it refreshing like are you just sick mm. of not having villains I'm, it's refreshing to have my big beef with Miyazaki is that he makes stories that are action adventures which typically fall like it's a storyline that needs a certain amount of big tension from big characters and when it doesn't have that it just sort of feels loose and unimportant and I don't know and, and it's here it's just like oh yeah this makes sense this is why they want to stop this guy because he's he's, he's just doing bad shit it's kind of nice by contrast, though, in, in and, and this is comparing a little bit apples to oranges, but the modern action adventure is always the world's going to end unless we fix it. Right, but, that's what, but that's the thing is Miyazaki has that in all of his movies, but then he just doesn't have like a, a driving bad guy force. So it's just like, like the end of Ponyo is just like literally... Never saw Ponyo. Ponyo has a scene, it's just like the story is five-year-olds must be in love with each other, otherwise the world will end. But there's no bad guy. The parents are just sort of like loosely bad parents, but they're doing their best. And it's just like, I like that there's a little mustachioed villain with sunglasses being like, yes, ha, 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 I will destroy the world. And it's like, yes, those are stakes I understand. Has anyone worn sunglasses in a Miyazaki film that wasn't evil? Ooh, good question. I think you're right. I think those are typically for the the more nefarious, like American... American bad guy style guys. That, that pissed me the hell off. 
You're, you're a sunglasses that guy? That pissed me the hell off. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? Um, um, Is that a quote? For it's like an American thing. Like, you know, I'm mad that he's making Americans bad. And we're, you know, it's not bad. It's not bad to be an American. Mm, yeah, good point. That's a good point. Thank you for good listening to... <laughs> um, yeah, so I think... I. It's a. It's just a weird movie. I love like it's. It feels very broken into. I think this could be a mini series. There's so much. The difference between the second half and the first half is like we're watching two different movies. That's how I felt anyway. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. No, I didn't either. But it felt like a truncated. I would have loved more time in both worlds. Yeah, I agree. It, yes, when we got on the island, we immediately got off. That was a. Whoa, 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 what? What? When we got on the island, we got on, the castle in the sky. We got on. We got off. What are you saying? We got on, we got off. When we got to the castle in the sky... You got off? No! No! Okay, okay. No! <laughs> what happened then? They just blew up. We didn't get to, like, <laughs> see all the cool animals and shit. Then we, like, saw a couple of cool animals. So you're saying we got there and then just was, like, we were introduced to so... Like, that fucking robot is so cool. I love that mushroom but robot. that makes sense. Like, I, I subscribe to the idea of leave them wanting more. Like, mm. the imagination's always more exciting than what actually can be shown in yeah. film. So, yeah. Set us up with this really, like, Elden Ring-looking-ass place. And then... then sorry, see ya. Get it off. Yeah. And then we all get off. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, it isn't that I necessarily needed more plot in these spaces. I just sort of felt like it was two very distinct places with a short bridge. Hmm, this is a cool little city I'm building. Two distinct cities connected by a tiny bridge. And um, You're thinking of uh, St. Louis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe Miyazaki was thinking of St. Louis when he made this movie. The Twin Cities of St. Louis mm. and Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Connected by that tiny bridge. Tiny bridge? Yeah. It's just, I think overall I like this movie. Um, it's fun. It has downfalls. Like, I, we didn't really go into the gender thing, but like as soon as um, Cheetah's a prisoner, so it's like, oh great, we have someone who can do the laundry and cook us food. And it, she does. It's not like, <laughs> she just does it. Yeah. She fulfills her role. It, yeah, it's without thought. It, it just, it is. You, and all she's just, just putting a... a, a a round peg in a round hole. Right. Yeah. She's there. We oh, we have our woman prisoner. She can do the woman things. Um, the boy prisoner does the boy things. And it's like the whole movie. She is scared. Her powers are accidental. Like everyone again in all the reviews. So like, oh, it's so refreshing to see so many female-led stories. But after watching all of them, I'd say only Nausicaa really has like a female-driven story. Yeah, I think the motivations of Sheeta were kind of just of the moment. Exactly. Of like, what is what is her drive? She doesn't have one. She's not a character. She is a thing that she that um, yes, that, what's, that Pazu can rescue. Yeah, something that can drive the story. But she doesn't actually have anything going. Yeah, and, and the for me the switch to like, oh, we just need to destroy this now. Like, right, kind and of I, felt abrupt. And I don't know about you, but I thought the destruction was like full destruction. And I guess maybe the tree is what saved... I guess that's what happened. The tree was new, so the spell was written pre-tree. And then they cast the destruction spell, but the tree See, yeah, all of this is true, but I still was like, oh, fun movie. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. Yeah. The the critical lens that we can put on this... uh, 
none of it really impacted my enjoyment into the and to that point, I, I enjoyed being like, why is this? This doesn't make any fucking sense. That was mm-hmm. fun. That's fun. That's fun. That's fun and fine. Yeah, I think Bright for me, colors. yeah, and for me, whenever, the more I talk about a Miyazaki movie, the more I don't like it. But that's, I think, the similar thing where if you experiencing it as a present, just like taking the present and be like, this is awesome. I'm having fun. It looks cool. Yeah. Don't think about it later. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to go through your life. I don't think, yeah, I, entertainment of this style I don't think I, I don't need to have a life changing experience mm. I'm just looking for two hours of uh, enjoyable time yeah and it checked one of like the, my biggest boxes which is uh, technology that can exist we're not really going to investigate how it works but yeah. it does look cool you like the spinning crystal that's you said the that. fucking coolest thing in the like world crystal. Uh, just a floating sp- spinning crystal there's yeah. nothing cooler than that yeah. and, uh, the stone stone room the cube room cube room very pretty cool. cool. A little sci-fi for my taste. Mm. I like the floating castle because there's there are a few things cooler than floating castle. A, yeah. a ship that uh, is enormous and, and covered in metal and flies with like just three little propellers. Cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. There's lots of cool shit in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the downsides are. I mean, this is a weird Miyazaki movie too because a lot of his have environmental themes, and this was just like. It had it at the end, or it's like yeah. you, you're going to destroy yourself because you don't know how to live with the earth. But it's like everyone is puffing smoke into the sky. They're just like building, they're digging trenches into the earth, stealing rocks. It's like, are the humans doing a better job than the Laputans? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, that did feel abrupt. Right, so the themes that typically are like, oh, we need to do a better job of being, you know, a part of the planet this didn't really have a like you know Mononoke had the the, the original place where the guy lived in a village that was small and you know there's still humans but they were like building a part of the earth and then you compare it to Irontown like oh they're obviously strip mining this part of the world and that's bad there's just like we're a part of this industrial revolution where everyone's just like everything is fucking coal powered and that's fine too there's no, like, oh, this is also destructive like the Puda is. Yeah. Eh. Whatever, man. Yeah, good point. Bright colors, loud noises. Yeah. Um, so, do you have, like, a... I know we talked a lot about the pirates. There were other characters. We talked about them a little bit. Do you have, like, an MVP? Anyone yes. that you, Yeah, great. You're, Someone we did not speak about. Oh, wonderful. That's nice. The old man <sighs> in the mines. Palm. Yeah, he's just he just lives down there. He listens to the stones. Yeah. He drinks water out of the stream. Yeah. And uh what about his eyes? I don't remember his eyes. Oh, they're just dead. Yeah, it's he great. He just stares straight ahead. It's great. Yeah. Perfect character. <laughs> he is really good. And he's supposed to like represent I think maybe like elders who knew how to do things better than we do. Yes. Because he can listen to the stones and we can't. Another classic Miyazaki yeah. thing where he loves that shit where it's just like Oh, youth have an interesting impact, but also old people knew how to do things differently. So new shit's also bad. I don't know. He's a weird dude. I don't think I'd ever want to talk to him. I don't think I want to talk to almost anyone whose art I like. Mm, that's a good stand. The, why, I like that. Yeah. The particularly, I think, for like certain kind of genres of of media that we enjoy that are perhaps a little bit more aggressive or less pleasant. Those typically do not come from people who are fun at parties or like yeah. enjoyable to get lunch with. Yeah, it it's, is, okay. it's okay to not want to meet your your your, your, your the people who make media. 
mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah, that's true. And um, he's uh, yeah, I think yeah, he's not even a hero. The he Miyazaki. I, I just think I I find it. Yeah. Also, people who make movies are typically not heroes. Wow. <laughs> Except for James Cameron. Yeah. Um. I think. Yeah. I just think. Um. I don't. I don't really want to talk to this person. He seems to just be a, bo- a bad boomer or whatever. Maybe he's pre-boomer. I don't even know. He's like eighty something. Yeah. Know. Whatever that is. He's um. He just has. I, I don't. I've been watching The White Lotus. What a great TV show. Yeah, and we're not done with the second season yet. But he sort of reminds me of the grandfather in that. We're just like you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, I just have a very specific way of thinking about women, and nothing ever will change that. And I just think he's stuck in that. When I was watching, we were now this is a White Lotus hour. We're going to transition to that. Whoa, a whole hour. Do you feel as though talking to someone like that guy in the White Lotus is is worth your breath? Like trying to convince him how to like actually engage in proper gender politics? No, what I'm saying is like he's locked in. Yeah, there's no changing that behavior. Yeah, if you're if you feel he's comfortable talking, talking that way in public to another person, there's nothing I can do to overcome that. Because that's 80 years or 85 years of ingrained shit. You're not gonna. A fucking kid is, who is like a liberal arts college degree is not going to be able to convince that person, like, you know, oh, this person is an individual who has thoughts and feelings and, and, and an individual life, and they're not just there to be caught that. Yeah, and I would even say, even if they're not being just bad, like, even if what they're saying is appropriate, that behavior of being like, I can say whatever I want to anyone I want at any time, like, just in public, I think that's just like a very, I don't know, if you're doing that, there's no stopping you from doing anything because you just feel like it's appropriate for you to, to just confront people on your terms and not even consider theirs. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, oh, I'm old, you know. People use that as an excuse. I've heard that in my life. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm so many years old, you know. No, no one cares. Don't worry about it. You know how you get old? You get old like Uncle Palm. You go fucking live in a rock. That's what everyone should be doing. As old, you get older, you just start distancing yourself from everything. There's um, you're not useful anymore. I took some literature class in college, and there's a great quote from book that I've since lost. But it's just like, just as I get older, I'm going to continue to isolate myself until I'm just I'm just separated from everyone I know. Yeah, cool. I should start doing that now. Yeah, I think we are doing that. We've moved to Western Massachusetts. That's a good point. From a city. Yeah, I know. We are isolating now. ourselves. Ooh, this is good. And then there's Mount Greylock. We can just go live in the hills themselves. Yeah, why not? Too cold. Is there gold in the hills? No, no, too cold. Oh. Yeah, not gold. Though, that is the main driving force of most of the soldiers. But you know what there is in those hills? Novelty t-shirts that will be on the Patreon in the next coming months. Keep an eye out for the uh, pre-order. Yeah. Um, and, and please give us your money. Mm. Us, and I, I mean us, because I will be I will be taking a significant cut. I mean, it was your idea. I didn't have any, I have the tools. Yeah. I'm just the tool guy. I'm the ideas man, and for yeah. that reason, I deserve all of the money. The it's person true. who makes it, who gives a shit. Yeah, I mean, I'd accept a kick. A kick back? No, just a single physical being. Every kicked. shirt sold, I'll take one kick, please. Okay. Yeah, I don't need anything. That's fair bargaining. Hey. Yeah. That's you're all Paul. I need. So I'll you're you're the ideas guy. I would say my um. MVPs, I, they're hard. I don't really... I mean, of course, there's the fish guy, but I don't think he deserves MVP. He's sort of just like a little... Yeah, he deserves an MVP as much as any uh, uh, mechanical instrument or set piece des- deserves an MVP. Yeah, I'm giving him an MVP. Briefly brought him up, or them. Don't want to gender this robot, but Mushroom Robot. Sure. I really loved Mushroom Fantastic. Robot. Yeah, it, clearly the inspiration for Bastion from uh, Overwatch uh, Iron Giant, mm-hmm. absolutely uh, w- same one of the best. head. One of the best. 
Iron Giant. Great stuff. I really love what he represented. Or they. Sorry, I don't know why I keep gendering this robot. That's really bad of me. I got I to think about that later. Yeah. But they are... Um, I don't know. I love that they're just like... The, the, the dead ones all built into the tree. I was sort of... It's just a... That image alone is like worth the ticket price for Walk the movie. me through this because I'm, I'm, I'm now realizing some things that I don't totally understand. I suspect that there's an explanation. So... The, that that was the physically the same robot as the killer robots, right? Or was it a distinct, different robot? Well, I didn't understand. So we saw well, robots during this movie. So many that killed. Yes, and that were nice. And mm-hmm. we saw the killer ones could be nice to the people who were deemed, you know, yeah. acceptable to be there. That's sort of honestly, now that you mention it that way, that's sort of problematic. I think, but I suppose so. Yeah, um, we saw. The robots later emerged to take down the Goliath. Yes. Were the robots that took down the Goliath the same machine as the robot that was up there being nice with the animals? Yeah, same machine. So okay. here's my... Oh, you have a take, too. No, Go. I have a question. A question. And ask away. Yeah. But is this one of those questions you ask just because you want to answer yourself later? No, this is one... I don't know the answer, and I'm, I'm interested okay, to see great. if you, you pick this up, because, again, I watch things and just smile. I don't think about them. You were smiling. Yeah, I smile. Yeah. I'm a smiler. Um, so why was it that those robots up there were building themselves into the tree and then there were robots down there, those were the killer robots Is and it's separated mm-hmm. Is maybe there there were robots up there that were, you know, I think you described them as the gardener robots, mm-hmm. did they, were they like, we're the life robots, we like life we like all that kind of stuff and then the bad robots were down there. Here's that my take I have a take. Take it away Thank you um, the robots were sleeping in the in the in the bo- bottom. I think it's an interesting divide because obviously the tree is new. There yeah. was pre-tree castle. There are there was one robot that did not slumber, and he they fuck. Why do I keep doing that? They did have their pronouns in their bio. So yeah, you're, you're reading so sorry. their bio that which which did say he. But no, it is, is interesting. It's like when my. Dad thinks all guys are doc, all doctors are guys. It's like I guess a violent, well, a violent guardian figure does have a cultural masculinity to it, but I'm, it's not, it's not good. I also think, and maybe not androgyny, but uns, unspecific gender in big things are often considered male. That's true too. Yeah, I got, but I got to overcome this. We're growing and we're learning. This robot, robot. Thank you. They lived alongside the tr- the progress sort of like Marvin the the robot from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy where they like they just live forever and I think they were sort of influenced by the tree so that became a tree robot it has covered in moss little animals love to scurry on there were other ones there were other tree robots yeah, right? they were all dead that was I the guess- only one that was alive yeah, so so it, that suggests that there were more robots who were like, oh, this is cool. We fuck with the tree. Yeah, yeah, and they all became the tree. I think that's really cool. That seems awesome. I wonder... And then, yeah, there, there's there's the distinction between their behavior versus the, the nuclear robot bomb side of the tree, yeah. which they were all evil, or at least violent. Violent, yeah. I think that's another thing. Like, when the one that we first meet yeah. is killed, it's, like, sort of a sad moment. It's all It's all, like... I think it's one thing that Miyazaki does really well in Nausicaa it happens where the big nuclear bomb thing is like a similar style robot and when it dies it just sort of like melts and crumbles and so you sort of see the that there's always some sort of softness and, and um, 
flaws and like once it's dead you're like oh that's like that could have been repaired to be something better than it was yeah and that was a cool little moment too good flick good flick no MVDs because it's all just just all, all they're all cops <laughs> yeah yeah um so in this series I've been asking when will it end not in like because there obviously isn't a sequel more just do you want more of this world is there a story here that you do you think this wraps up Castle in the Sky universe or do you think that there's more there? for sure because I'm of the uh, as I mentioned earlier I don't I don't want to see more because I like having just what's in my head of, of filling in the blanks that's yeah. fine I've been given enough of a jumping off point that I'm excited to just kind of think about this world and, and enjoy that yeah keep the sequel in your head yeah, yeah, and I think Miyazaki probably does do a good job of showing us enough for it to be interesting and exciting in terms of world building, but not overdoing it to becoming oppressive or taking a turn where you know you're taking a definitive stance on something that could have been left ambiguous and would have been more interesting. Yeah, I think that's good. I think the all the technology is unexplained, like the right. the, the, the flying mosquito planes are yeah. very cool. Everything's very cool and unexplained, and I think that's true. I think for me, the biggest reason why I don't want a sequel is that I don't like any of these characters. Oh, I, yeah. I really don't give a fuck what happens to these two children, because that's just fucked up anyway, having a love story, another fucking forced love story between two children for no reason. Um, no, I did feel as though there they there were opportunities for there to be romance, and they just instead had fun kid moments. Like when they were on the precipice of that, like, overlooked when they got to the castle, instead of kissing, they just twirled around and had fun. Right, that's that's the classic Miyazaki. He has children doing everything, but he still wants there to be adult shit happening to them, but then obviously you can't show like a sex scene between the two children, so oh, they just end up being like... That's how fucking... Nasuka ends, ends the exact same way. It, there's no romance throughout, so it's, I really like it, but it still ends with the boy picking up the girl and spinning her around in the air. Yeah, He's just like really obsessed with... I just I wish he just was like you know what these are going to be children becoming friends rather than children learning how to love each other as like a, a heterosexual couple. Yeah. So I don't I do not want to see them. I think what I would say is I'm actually not asking when will it end because we we talked most of this episode about the pirates. I think there's a lot of storytelling that could happen. Like I would love to see their next adventure. It doesn't have to be anything to do with the castle in the sky or with. Skeeter and and Puzo, whatever. I would, but did you see that we we, have, we watched Blast Onion on Christmas? We did. In the same way, pirates. That Benoit LeBlanc, he is not really the main character of that movie. I don't want to see a, a movie of main characters of pirates because they're not likable enough to carry a film you as like main him. characters, but as. Driving action. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the yeah, same yeah. way that they are not main characters in this film, but they are heavily involved and we get to see all their antics and all that kind of stuff, that's great. But give me a new main character. That's great. Yeah. I think that's a perfect analogy because when, we're, when there's a detective doing stuff, what is there? Murder. Yeah. Mystery. Uh, other, other things, maybe. Yeah. When there's pirates around, there's uh, murder and mystery, too, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and treasure. Loot. So yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Where where a pirate is attracted, there will be fun adventures to be had. Yeah, but you need maybe not need, but in this instance, I think it's better suited to have a set of main characters that have non-pirate goals that are wrapped up into a pirate adventure. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. sort of like Porto Rosso has a similar set of pirates. So we're going to rewrite. We're going to do a, a Castle in the Sky to Castle in the 
water. You're going under. We're go- not going up. It's book two, baby. We're always going into the water. We're going to sea. You don't want Castle in the Sky to space? space? Oh, Street? fuck off. Absolutely not. Well, Never. you don't like yeah, space. I don't want to go to space. Wow. I mean, that's the same thing. That's the sci-fi, or like that. that's a classic thing. Of, of book two is you go to space. Wow. But in fantasy, it's often book two, you go to sea. Mm-hmm. I love going to sea. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Castle see? in the Sea. Huge. That would work too, because he's obsessed with the, the Ponyo shit. There's, the, there's Ponyo in a dress, and then there's the city underwater, which he really loves those moments. They're great. They're just mystery little moments, and then you, you don't look at them anymore. Right, you're like, getting... what would it be like to live underwater? It's like a screensaver. And then it's over. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Hayo directs screensaver. That'd, That'd be, be pretty good. So good. I would fucking pay a dollar for that. Really? Yeah. In this economy? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You know what I would? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks, Mike. Um, this was, um, we did good work, I think. We did lunch pail, hardworking podcast work. We were here bright and early. I woke up at the sun so that I could podcast yeah. for all the beautiful people at home. Yeah, it's time to, I think it's finally time to get that thermos open and get a little meatballs. Rick! Look, 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 look.